Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's James Farley. So let's um, get straight into the passage as we continue looking at Paul's journey to Rome in Acts 27, starting at verse 4, should come up on the screen. Um, and Luke is the writer here as he says, From there we put out to sea again and passed to the lee of Cyprus because the winds were against us. When we had sailed across the open sea off the coast of Sicilia and Pamphylia, we landed at Myra in Lycia. There the centurion found an Alexandrian ship sailing for Italy and put us on board. We made slow headway for many days and had difficulty arriving off Sindus. When the wind did not allow us to hold our course, we sailed to the Lee of Crete, opposite Salmon. We moved along the coast with difficulty and came to a place called Fair Havens near the town of Lycia. Much time had been lost and sailing had already become dangerous because by now it was after the Day of Atonement. So Paul warned them, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But a centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and of the owner of the ship. So, the first question I want us to think about, uh, which Amanda has already alluded to, is how has this year been for you? As Amanda said yesterday at HDC, um, there was talk of the Holy 360, um, this encouragement to think back over the last year, to ask questions about how we are doing. And maybe you've done that and you're really reflecting well over the last year in detail, Well, maybe if you're a bit like me, maybe you just don't want to really think about it. You don't want to look back at all and just focus on looking ahead, longing for that return to some sort of normality, being able to see at least some friends and family over Christmas, even if that too is limited. Well, if you'd asked Luke, the writer of Acts, how was your journey to Rome with Paul? He may well have tempted to give the same sort of response that we might want to give to our last year. He too may not have wanted to think about that awful experience to move on as quickly as possible. But as we read through this chapter in Acts, we see, as we just saw from this passage, that Luke took the time to write down in quite significant detail how this journey has been, all the places they'd been to along the way. He could have just said it was a difficult journey, the wind was against us, we got there in the end, and kind of skipped out all the different details. But instead he tells us the particular places they sailed past, all those different names, what the wind was like in these places. And we saw last time the names of particular people, like Julius, for example, who was kind to Paul. But I wonder, how do you reflect back on this year? Maybe you're too busy right now to think about it um, with all the work and everything else that's going on. But at some point, when you sit down, have a chance, have a bit of a break over Christmas, how you reflect back over this year? As Luke noted the particular places he and Paul went on their travels, I would encourage you to note the particular things that have happened over this year, even if it's hard to do and as hard as it has been this year to see how God, pray how God have you been at work over this last year? Because it certainly has been quite a year for us all. I don't have time to tell you about the details of everything that happened for my year, but it certainly had great moments as well as some really tough times. But as we read through this story, we can be encouraged and take heart. Luke tells us the wind was against them, they made slow headway, and much time was lost. Things were dangerous. We could, back, we could also look back at this last year and say it was tough. Like metaphorically, the wind was against us. Things didn't go our way. We had plans to do this and that, but we couldn't because of the restrictions. But the key question is, how did we respond to all this when we look back at this year? 
And the first thing I think we can learn from this passage is to have courage to look back, to see God's hand at work, even in the details, even in the tough times. So firstly, look back, see how God has been at work. But secondly, trust God as you look to the future, however the future pans out. We see in this passage, Paul could see what was to come and it didn't look good. Paul could see their own difficulty in this voyage. He had the courage to speak up about it, to warn the crew of what is to come. He warned them there'll be a great deal of loss to the ship, to the cargo, even to the lives of those on board the ship. This was literally a life or death moment. But we see the centurion did not listen to Paul's warning. He instead followed the advice of the pilot and the owner of the ship. But in some ways, I think we can resonate with where the centurion is coming from. He doesn't want to hear this bad news and dire warnings from a prisoner and troublemaker. Paul, he would much rather trust the advice of the experts the pilot, the owner of the ship, those with great experience of how the ship works and the conditions in which they are sailing. Well, who do you think is proved right? Paul, this lowly prisoner on the ship, or the pilot, the owner of the ship? Well, as we'll find out in the next few days, uh, spoiler here, that Paul's words come true as they go through a storm and then a shipwreck. But I can see where their centurion is coming from. I too like to have an optimistic view of life, to stay upbeat, uh, listen to what the experts have to say on situations about what is to come. And I'm hoping and holding out for good news, not bad, about the imminent future. But I think the question that I, and maybe we all need to ask is, are we prepared to listen to what God has to say, whatever that might be, however that might feel, regardless of what is to come in our days and weeks ahead? We saw from Amanda's verse and Lamentations that God is faithful, his mercies are new every morning. But it doesn't mean life will always be easy. And the question I want to challenge us with is who are we listening to? Who are we trusting in above all else? Are we being like the centurion who was only prepared to listen to people he approved of and shut his ears to any news he didn't like the sound of? Or are we prepared for God to speak to us, to speak in surprising ways through people we perhaps did not expect God to use? And thank you, Amanda. As we finish, I want to just look at this verse in Proverbs on the screen. I think it's important for us to remember at this time It's a very simple verse, but a challenging one as well. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. There are a lot of things we don't understand at the moment with this pandemic, with all that's going on. But ultimately, my question to leave us with is, are we trusting the Lord with all our hearts? Or are we instead leaning on our own wisdom and understanding? And may we have the courage to see God's hand in the detail as we look back over this year and also to trust him with the future, whatever it might hold, as we look ahead to next year. Thank you, James. Um, today on HTC Daily, we prayed into this idea of looking back and looking forward. We thanked God for his faithfulness. We thanked him for his tender mercies, which are new every morning. And we prayed into areas where the church has grown, like Alpha and Food Bank. And we prayed for people who have felt isolated this year and alone. And we prayed as well for our friends and our family who don't yet know Jesus.